my I-type self, I like to do a lot of things, or I used to, until I started being very strategic with myself. And I was like, no, you're not going to be all over the place, Bridget. You're going to be very intentional on everything you do. And so I'm very intentional on everything that I do. And so I have it stacked, or I build those habits. Uh, Dr. B.J. Fall calls it tiny habits. And so I do things to create those tiny habits. And so one of the things about my strategy is I do a thing called math, you know. And so, again, I have a whole separate a YouTube video where I talk about this and everything. You're listening to Powerful, a podcast that will provide you with solutions to ignite your superpowers, identify your limiting habits, and help you be more authentic. Hi, I'm your host, Bridget Brown-Jackson. The episodes are cultivated with you in mind and teach us how to be intentionally powerful. It is declared that you are ordained for it. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, good people, for another episode of Powerful. This is your host, Bridget Brown-Jackson, and I am so very excited, very, very, very excited for this episode. Actually, it's probably going to be one of the shortest ones I've ever done. Um, well, maybe close to it, but it won't be as long as sometimes a normal, because this one is one that I want you to truly, truly resonate on. And we're going to get into that. What do I want you to resonate on? I'm going to tell you in a moment, but I guarantee you it would change your life if you take the advice. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. Have you ever wondered if you were truly fulfilling your total life's purpose? Growing yourself isn't something to shy away from. Investing in yourself is the best investment ever. At Exponential Edge Adventures, we specialize in helping women better understand their superpowers, gain insight into blind spots, and leverage their uniqueness. We desire to serve women who have had career disappointments and life setbacks, but have a growth mindset to use tiny habits to position them for greater possibilities. Who do you know that's ready to take flight? Book a consultation with us today. Go to simplytomorrow.com. All right, good people. Welcome, welcome back. This episode, we're going to be talking about changing your habits so you can change your life. Now tell me if that conversation cannot literally make a change in your life. Just even thinking about it. And a lot of times, um, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't like change. I, I really don't. Um, there's some people in the world that they don't care for change. Um, have to deal with this. So they deal with it, but don't care for it. And I'm one of those people. I, I really don't like change. Um, well, it depends on what type of change, because sometimes I am spontaneous, but I'm spontaneous about certain things. When it comes to like my life, my professional life, my ministry, those kinds of things, I really don't like a lot of change. But, you know, if you really believe in God, you know that you're going to be dealing with some change in your life. One of the best things you can do is change your habits. Why? Because when we change our habits, we literally change our life. So that's what we're talking about today. So I have three tips for you today. Number one, start with small steps. And I need you to do that consistently. Small steps, just small steps. Number two, plan. Like I need you to plan to be very strategic, even if that's not your makeup. And number three, 
be your favorite cheerleader. And I really want to dig deeper in that. I know you hear me talk about that all the time. If you're a faithful listener, you've listened to me talk about celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. But I need you to start celebrating in a different way. Okay? Because we're going we're gonna, to uh, program our brain the way we want to program our brain. All right, let's get into this. So number one, I want you to start with small steps. A lot of times when we try change, uh, many people, not everybody, but many people will try, you know, the grandiose. You start with the large things first. And that's not helpful for two reasons. Number one, when you start with large, it's a lot that you have to do. Um, number two, when you start with the large things, if you don't accomplish those large things, you could have the tendency to get bored. You could have the tendency to not follow through. You could have the tendency if you have a preference like me, where if you don't watch your blind spots, you could procrastinate. Why? Because you're trying to do something so large that's larger than you get in accomplishments. Here's how I know this happens. Again, I spent, for those that might not know me, I spent almost 30 years as a, a career educator, um, 10 years as a teacher, uh, two years as a substitute before I became a certified teacher, and 17 years as a principal. And so leading schools and leading change, I understand if you don't do those small steps it's very hard to do the large steps because you don't see enough success and then you start getting discouraged. That's our natural innate ability. We need to see some wins and we need to see some wins fast. If you look at people that work with people, so I work with people, I coach people, and I'm never going to tell people to do the large before we do some small things and get some small wins. Because when you get those small wins, you start building that momentum and you're like, oh, I got this. You know, think about people that run marathons. I, I haven't to this date heard of somebody that just jumped up one day and they just ran a marathon. Most people that I know that are runners, they start running small things. They start running a lot. Um, they're very consistent in it. It's a part of their daily, their weekly routine. And then they build up till they get to the point where they can do. Now, they might start small small runs and competitions that they get in. But when they do the long ones, they train for it. And they have a lot of small successes to get them to that large goal that they want. And so I want you to remember this. I need you to start with small steps maximize them, build up that momentum. And I promise you, you're going to see a lot of productivity, a lot of accomplishments coming again, when you just start with the small steps and start with the stuff that you're really good at. The things that you're really, really good at. This is just a sidebar. Me being a disc consultant. Again, I help people understand their behavior preferences um, and their blind spots so that they can leverage that to have a greater, better life, right? And so as I talk with clients and that, as I do the work, one of the things that I have to share with people is just realizing how important it is, one, for you to know what your superpower is and your strength. And really work hard at that. So do some wins that are in those lanes. Because when you find those successes, you're going to find yourself wanting to run after more 
and more and more. That's our natural uh, tendency, our, our, our innate ability. We want to drive after that dopamine effect. And if you don't know what that is, again, you know, come on my campus. I love talking about these kinds of things. But um, again, our body seeks to have um, that pleasurable moment. And so that releases dopamine in our bodies. And so that dopamine effect, that's why people get hooked on drugs and things like that is because, again, they're seeking to have that similar experience. And so the same thing with you, with your success, whatever it might be. For me right now, I'm trying to practice journaling. I'm very good at waking up in the morning. I have an incredible morning routine. I don't have a strategic uh, evening routine. Now, I'm grateful. I, I say it. I do it orally. But I started recently. No, I'm going to journal in the morning and I'm going to journal in the evening. So I'm going to, in the morning, set my intentions. And my intentions are not just setting a few intentions. I literally have a whole almost hour routine that I do in the morning. And it comes with some physical exercise too as well, praying, praising, and then getting into my day to get my head right, to get it started, right? And so I could suggest that you to you, but I actually have a journal that anybody can do. It takes all of about less than 30 minutes a day, probably about, you can do about 15 minutes. So you set your intentions in the morning and you do your reflections in the evening. Well, I'm not, and I'm just being very transparent with you. I, I, it does not come automatic to have all of these routines. Um, there is some spontaneity about me. I like to be flexible. And so for the disc, I'm the I type personality. Um, we call that in my group of cohorts, we call that like a flight attendant. And so I love the social aspect. I love the, the interacting with people. I love the experience over doing the task. And so I love to write, but I don't like being confined. It I got to do it all the time, just all the time until I start seeing the value in it. And so when you see the value in it and you do it consistently, you can. So I have a little trick that I teach, again, my clients and people that are on my campus, and it's called the 22-day habit. Um, and so basically, it's really quick. It's easy. You just make check marks or, or X's. You make X's when you accomplish the thing that you're supposed to do for that day. You do that for 22 days. If the habit is sunk in by the end, good job. If not, you keep doing it. You do it another 22 days and you can do it another 22 days. Definitely by the time you've done it for 66 days, you have absolutely created a habit that if you stick with it consistently, it's going to keep going for you. And so that's part of step two or tip two, plan to be strategic. So that's a part of my plan. I'm very strategic because I know, again, my mind likes to wander. My I type self, I like to do a lot of things or I used to until I started being very strategic with myself. And I was like, no, you're not going to be all over the place, Bridget. You're going to be very intentional on everything you do. And so I'm very intentional on everything that I do. And so I habit stack or I build those habits. Uh, Dr. BJ Fall calls it tiny habits. And so I do things to create those tiny habits. And so one of the things about my strategy is I do a thing called map. You know, and so again, I have a whole separate a YouTube video where I talk about this and everything. And I'll put that information in the show notes if you want to know more about it. But basically, we can be motivated. We can have the aptitude. Uh, 
but a lot of times we don't have a prompt. And so he talks about map being, you know, you might be motivated, but you quit. Why do you quit? Because you're not prompting yourself. Or maybe you're quitting because you don't have the aptitude to do it. You're doing something that's your uh, weakness rather than something that's your strength, that you might have a blind spot in the area, but it still is your strength. When we try to improve on our weaknesses, that's where we go wrong. And, And believe you me, I'm not talking about when you have things that you really need to correct. If you, again, come on my campus or you email me, I can tell you a little bit more about those weaknesses because weaknesses and blind spots are not the same thing. A lot of us have weaknesses that we have created because we've tried to go after the wrong thing rather than really, really hone in on your superpower, your super talent, your super strength. So I'm very strategic now. I know what my weaknesses are are and what they were because some of them I have eliminated. Now I have blind spots. So I'm very self-aware what those blind spots are and I keep them at the forefront of my mind. I'm very self-aware and then therefore I'm very authentic to who I am. I know what my superpower is. I know what my preferences is for my behavior, uh, that I'm not a high D. And I'm okay with saying that now. I run my own business, but I'm not a, a high risk taker, a high uh, decisive type person. I make decisions, but I'm very deliberate at making my decisions. And I'm okay with saying that now because when I need to be that demanding D, I know I don't have to go there aggressively and everything, but I got people that I can reach out. I have people on my team. I have accountability partners. I have people that do it. So I'm very strategic. So you need to be very strategic. You need to change your habits so you can have a changed life. If you don't change your habits, you will not change your life. How do you change your habits? Very strategically. So again, using that map method, understanding what motivates you, understanding what your absolute aptitude is and understanding that a lot of times you need a prompt. And so for me, um, with this journaling thing right now, my prompt is my 22 uh, day habit building log that I use. And so I use that and I'm actually pulling it out. So you'll hear a little bit of a ruffle. I got it here laying next to me. And so one habit, uh, the journaling habit right now, I'm going through the 22 day and I had a couple of days that I didn't do it. I visually can see it on the chart. And so I was like, okay, that's not going to happen again. And so now consistently for days and days in a row, I've been able to do that because again, I'm very aware at it and I'm looking at it. And so that's my prompt. Uh, it's located in a place that I look at everything, uh, every time rather, uh, first thing in the morning. Sometimes I see it in the evening. So that's my thing now. Now I got to position myself where there's some type of prompt to make me do the reflection. Because every morning I get up and I do my intention because that's been a habit that I've been building literally for several years, but I did not reflect all the time. And so now I have to build that habit. And so how do I build that habit? And then why do I want to build that habit? I want to build that habit because I want to change life. Well, what is about this journal that's changing my life? It's really making me have a conversation with myself. So I'm doing some work, some brain work, right? So we all have a, um, a stem in our brain, 
Um, we call it the RAS for short, but it's the reticular activating system, right? It's the filter that filters things out of your brain so that everything is not going in there because we have so many thoughts a day that actually do get through. So can you imagine all the stuff that the RAS, RAS filters out and doesn't let come through? So that's what I want you uh, to think about and to work on. So I'm trying to build that in a positive way because here's a lot other thing that happens. And this is going to get us into point number three, be your cheerleader. Well, I've let a lot of limiting beliefs get through that filter. Why? Because one of the things that comes through is things that repeated over and over again in our brains, in our minds, because our brain thinks that this is important. So because our brain thinks it's important, our brain lets it through. Does that make sense? And so now you have the propensity to have these um, enormous amount of negative thoughts. So our brain is supposed to have, at least in our thought process, uh, scientists differ. Some say as low as about 12,000 thoughts per day. Some people say as high as 80,000 thoughts per day. And I guess that could depend on what you're doing and what you do for a living, right? You have all of these thoughts, right? Well, 80 to 90% of them can be negative. Wow. And then about 90, 95% of them are repetitive. So you're repeating the same negative things over and over again. How do you stop that? You learn how to work your RAS. Well, here's where you get to become the cheerleader. Right now, I'm reading a book by Mel Robbins called The Five, uh, the High Five Habit. And in it, she talks about the RAS. In it, she talks about high-fiving yourself. So every morning now, I've been high-fiving myself uh, for doing, you know, whatever I need to cheer myself on. And that's why I'm telling you to be your own cheerleader. Because what happens is we cheer everybody else on and we cheer ourselves on. But then we also have all of those negative thoughts that we haven't removed. So we need to get rid of them. And how do we get rid of them? The more we cheer ourselves. Because here's the thing that happens. You can't have two thoughts cohabitating at the same time. I can't say, Bridget, oh my God, did you really do that? That was horrible. And I can't say, at a girl, Bridget, at the same time. The thoughts can't stay there. So we literally can trick our brain. I even do it with my emotions. Now I'm learning when I get up and I'm having a moment or something didn't go right and I'm sad or I'm angry because I do get that sometimes. I'm disappointed. I'm frustrated. Whatever that what we consider those negative emotions are, which are not really negative because you need to flesh that out of you and get it out. But you can't linger on it and everything. And so when I do that, I just start smiling. And now it takes about 12 muscles to have this gigantic smile that I have. In addition to that, there's something happening with my endorphins. There's something happening that the cortisol is diminishing. And now I can get a little push of, again, the endorphins. I can get more uh, serotonin going. I can get more dopamine going because the cortisol is not taking over with that fight or flight. 
uh, 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 tendency, right? And so I can cheer myself on and start doing the positive things. And then, like I say, I'm smiling. While I'm smiling, it is so hard to frown. While I'm smiling, my brain is saying, wait, 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 wait. I thought you were just frustrated a minute ago, but we're smiling. Oh, we must be happy. Isn't your brain incredible? So I need you to be your best cheerleader because being your best cheerleader is going to take you into a different life's dimension. We're going to keep talking about this. We're going to keep talking about this. So stay tuned. Please don't quit. I want you to know again, start with those small steps, show up consistently, plan and be very strategic about how you plan what you're doing. And then be your number one cheerleader like you cheer on other people. And then I would just like to say to you, thank you for being a loyal listener. If this is your first time, thank you for listening to the entire podcast. If you're a faithful, loyal listener, thank you for staying with me. Again, if you're ready to change your life and I keep saying, I don't know how long I'm going to do it. I'm not pressed to, to stop it right now. Um, I feel, you know, God telling me to still bless some people. And so for those that you that listen all the time, you know I'm talking about the freebie. Um, you heard it in the promo. So you're welcome to go into the show notes, get the promo that I'm offering. It really is a life changer. And I'm not saying that because I'm a coach and trying to sell you something. No, what I'm trying to sell you is a better life. I have a better life. And let me tell you, everything is not going right in my life. But everything is happy and peaceful even on the days that I might not be as happy. I'm still happy. You know why? Because I allow myself to have and experience that emotion that I'm going through. And then I forge through it. How was I able to do that? Well, the same thing that I'm offering you for free literally changed my life. And I would love to change and transform as many other people's lives as possible. If this has been a blessing to you, please reach out to me. I'd love to hear about it. You can go on to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Uh, You can subscribe. That's another way for me seeing that you really enjoyed this. As well as you can email me at ordainededucator at gmail.com. And when you email me, I promise you, I will reach back out to you. But again, go to simplytomorrow.com and get that freebie. I thought I said that this was going to be short and end up talking a little bit more than I expected because, again, I just feel really like in the need to bless somebody. I really want to bless somebody. And so if you know there's somebody that's living not the life they need to, suggest this podcast to them so that they can be blessed as well. I appreciate you supporting as always because you can be doing anything with your time right now and you're choosing to listen. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you. And as I always say, coach me and I learn. Challenge me and I grow. Believe in me and I win. You are a winner. I believe in you.